you are listening to Kapatid Central, where we talk about the difficult topics the way only siblings can. Now here are your hosts, Donna, Delia, Darlene, and Neil. Welcome back for another episode of Kapatid Central. Greetings muna tayo before tayo mag-start. We'd like to say hello to Tita Wiwu Ederelin, Miss J of Toyora Abad Santos, Miss Joyce Pinafel, and Girlie Fernandez from Cebu. Okay, so today, very interesting yung topic na to. Every one of us has some experience to share. We're going to talk about the difference between living in the Philippines versus living overseas. Okay, so every one of us has lived in a different country, di ba? So Tita Don and I, Tita Don, bakit Tita Don? <laughs> Ate Don and I uh, are living here in Singapore. Ronila has lived in Hawaii and also in Florida. Did you ever live anywhere else? That we do not know. Basically, that's it. Those two places. That's it. Na. And Ate Del also, once upon a time, also lived in Singapore. Yeah, for four years. For four years. Okay, so um, dun muna tayo sa mga nagbalikbayan. Start ko muna kay Ronil. Yes. What do you feel about living overseas and especially now that you're back in the Philippines? May difference ba? Ah, maraming differences. Dati nung nandun pa ako sa US, gustong-gusto ko umuwi kasi syempre, I think I've mentioned this in the previous episode. Na-miss ko na magtagalog ng tuloy-tuloy, no? Kasi usually, English talaga yung conversations at nakapagod mentally. And I also miss the food kasi merong isang Filipino restaurant pero hindi ko gusto masyado yung luto nila. So na-miss ko yung luto ni Daddy. Kahit luto nga ng mga karinderiye, iba pa rin yung feeling kapag alam mong authentic Filipino food. Oo, parang lahat naman tayo ganyan eh, no? Ate Del, ikaw? Para po sa kaalaman ng lahat, umuwi ako sa bahay ni Darlene, umuwi din ako sa bahay ni Ate Donna, NPA ako basically nung nasa Singapore ako, no permanent address. Siyempre, minsan pinagbibigyan ko yung isa, minsan pinagbibigyan ko yung isa. Ganun lang naman. <laughs> Magaling na tita kasi si Tita Del. To my benefit naman kasi yun eh. <laughs> Libre ang bahay. That's the blessing of having siblings in another country. At mahal na mahal ka din ng iyong mga pamangkin dito, Tita Del. Yes, hindi naman po sa pagmamayabang ako po talaga ang favorite tita nila. Okay, mag-move on na tayo. Ito na naman tayo sa favorite. <laughs> okay, so si Tidon, isa na siyang ganap na foreigner. Diba? Kasi nagpalit na siya ng citizenship. When nga yun, ate? 2010 siguro, May 2010. Hindi ka sure? March. Basta letter Hindi N. Hindi sure. Hindi ako sure. <laughs> yeah, I believe it's 2010 also. Kakarating ko lang din ng Singapore in 2010. Tapos, ati uh, Donna brought me with them. So, kasama ako, parang nga ako yung first lady nung minister nung nagpa-photoshoot sila doon sa minister. Kasi ako yung magandang-magandang katabi ni minister. Wow. <laughs> Okay, so babalikan natin yan. No? So what made you go overseas anyway? Uh, the first one of us to go overseas is Ate Don, back in 2004. Tama ba ko, te? Parang ano lang kami, bakasyonista lang kami that time. Because we were thinking to transfer. We had to see kung kaya ba. Kasi diba, we all know naman, Singapore is one of the expensive cities in the world. So inassess namin whether we could live here. And then yun. Nag-aside na kami dito na lang. Yung consideration sa'yo was the cost of living. Kasi syempre, you have a family. You had two kids already at the time. So what's your reason? I came to Singapore in 2007. And I came to Singapore mainly because of Ronilo. Oh no, Ronilo! Hindi, <laughs> alam ko naman yung story na yan. <laughs> Yun talaga ang dahilan. Eh, no? Iniisip ko, bakit ba? There was no way I could send Ronilo to UST with my meager salary um, <laughs> during the time when I was working in Ortigas. <laughs> 
So I was so grateful when Atidon gave me an invitation to come over and see if I could find economic opportunities here. Alam ko yan, kinukwento ko lagi sa mga friends ko na si ate pumunta talaga ng Singapore para makapag-USD ako. Kasi nga, wala naman ibang susupport. Di naman kaya nila mami and daddy galing lang sa store yung pera para masupport yung tuition fee. Kasi mahal talaga sa USD eh. That is a very loving and uh, heroic act on Darlene's part. Don't you think, Ronilo? Oh yeah, uh-oh. so malaki talaga ang utang na love ko. And I think nabayaran ko na ba, Tidar? Hindi <laughs> pa rin. Hindi <laughs> naman siguro kailangan magbayad ng utang, no, darling, no? This is a sibling love, kumbaga. It's a Filipino story, di ba? Um, it's an Indonesian story. It's a Myanmar story. Everybody goes somewhere else to find greener pastures kasi they have family to support back at home. So hindi tayo unique sa ganyan. Ikaw din, Ate Del, hindi ka unique din sa ganon. Kasi you you came to Singapore for almost the same reason. Yes. Kay Ronilo din. <laughs> my reason for going to Singapore was to support my immediate family. Yung, yung second ko nga, si, si Raven, as you all know, kailangan niya ng special education. So we had to send her to a private school. So yung meager salary ko rin from teaching in the state university cannot support yung need pa lang ni Raven. So I had to leave and earn more than what I was earning here. Last time also, Toto's business was not doing well. Exactly. Oo. We didn't need a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Ang business talaga risky kasi. Eh, no? Ganun naman talaga. Yeah, may time na okay, may time na hindi. A lot of the times, Filipinos go abroad because of a need. Pero hindi si Ronil. <laughs> kasi wala namang siyang need mag-university sa ibang bansa. Pero bakit ka pumunta sa ibang bansa? Ako pressure talaga. <laughs> kasi si daddy laging sinasabi yung mga anak niya, graduate ng college, cum laude, lahat may owners. Tapos ako yung wala. <laughs> And imposible na na magkaroon ako ng owner at that time kasi may failed subject na ako doon sa UST noon. <laughs> so, pumunta ako sa Hawaii. I found out about the scholarship. I applied. Luckily, I got in. And then I studied hard. Tapos pwede ng fresh, clean slate yung ano ko doon eh, academic records. But then, but then... So I was able to graduate with flying colors na rin. <laughs> Congratulations. So hindi na masasabi ni Daddy na hindi ako yung iba dun sa mga babae niyang anak. <laughs> so nung graduate nga si Ronilo, no, we were all in cloud nine. Parang tayo yung graduate kasi he graduated from Brigham Young University, summa cum laude. At hindi siya nakabuntis bago siyang graduate. I'm so exactly. happy. Exactly. Pero yung talaga sana ang anon goal nating tatlo, no? <laughs> Makabuntis siya muna. Pero ano, okay na tayo sa summa cum laude. Okay na rin yung pampalubag loob. <laughs> Pero ako sobrang lungkot ko talaga ng graduate kasi wala akong family member na Totoo hanggang ngayon. <laughs> Pag iniisip ko yung graduation ko, talagang feeling ko dream lang eh. Kasi... Ang bilis na mga pangyayari. It was just an ordinary day for me. Uh-oh. Nakakaiyak naman. Oh, naiyak ako. <laughs> Bakit ba hindi tayo nakapunta? Mahal kasi. Sobrang mahal. Ako, ako, really ha. I do not have the resources ha. Pero si Darlene, meron, alam kong meron kang US visa that time. Si Ati Donna, the passport is more than enough to fly. So kayong dalawang mag-sorry kay Ronilo. Ako kasi I wasn't working. So ako lang pala. Hindi, saka sabi ko, hindi na rin necessary. Kasi the day, before, the day after ng graduation, kailangan ko rin lumipad papunta sa internship ko sa Florida. So, there won't be really a big celebration kahit gusto natin. Oo, naalala ko, sinabi ko yan. Nag, ano pa nga ako eh, parang nagsuggest pa nga ako na papuntahin si mami tsaka si daddy. Ang sabi mo, wag na kasi mahirap for them to travel kasi malayo yung hotel, hindi masyadong maganda yung logistics. Pero meron ka palang hinanakit. Hindi naman hinanakit. <laughs> 
O di ba, alin, nandun kami lahat sa kasal mo. Oo, correct. Kasi hanggang nasa stretcher ako, nandun kami sa kasal mo. <laughs> okay, that's good, no? Um, so, iba-iba nga yung reasons natin for going overseas. Pero when you think about the time, Tidel and Ronilo, when you were overseas versus um, your life now that you're back in the Philippines, may preference ba kayo? I really enjoyed my time sa U.S., pero nahirapan din ako sa medical and dental insurance. Ibig mong sabihin, mas maganda yung medical and dental setup dyan sa Pilipinas? Mas madali kasi pag nagkasakit ka, nabawa sa ngipin mo, magkano lang ba? Ngayon, 1,000 yung check-up, 1,000 yung cleaning. Sa US, sobrang mahal. So dito, kahit pano, afford mo pa rin eh kung hindi naman ganun kalala yung sakit mo. What are we talking about? What's mahal? Sige, syempre different sa iba-ibang states, di ba? Yes, so hindi ko na ma-remember exactly kung magkano pero kahit yung simpleng check-up lang, it will cost you a lot compared here. 500 pesos lang naman yung check-up, di ba? So kayang-kaya mo pa rin. So yung mga ganong bagay na hindi ko talaga maalis sa isip ko. So if I would leave overseas again, probably I'll choose Canada or Australia. Pero as, at the moment, hindi pa rin talaga option yung US because of my experience. And I understand si Ate Don, madami ding adjustment siya when she transferred from the Philippines to Singapore, di ba, Ate Don? Oh. Being a young mother as well. Oh, I remember when I was thinking whether to follow your kuya or not, lagi sa akin sinasabi ni Mami, oh, you should follow your husband kasi you should stay where your husband stays. Tapos nasabihin niya sa akin, kailangan lagi kayong magkasama as a family. Kaya ako nag-follow sa kuya mo dito, I had to adjust with everything. Ako na mamalengke, ako naglilinis ng bahay, ako lang nag-aalaga sa mga anak ko. I remember the time when I had to have my wisdom tooth ata yun, ipapafeel ko. I had to bring my son kasi si kuya nyo, wala ata no, nag-travel siya, and ako lang. Alam mo yung mga ganong bagay? Ah, uh, oo. Kasi siyempre, pag nasa Philippines tayo, ang daming uh, tita, mga tito, si lolo at si lola pwedeng tumingin sa mga bata. Meron kang support group. Nung nagpunta ako dito sa Singapore, and I was with mommy, kasi wala rin, nasa travel din si kuya niyo that time. Ang sabi niya sa akin, talagang naiyak siya. Sabi niya, nak, uwi ka na kaya sa Pinas? Kasi sa Pinas, kahit limang katulong. Ay, naiyak ulit ako. Kahit limang katulong, makakuha ka. Ikaw, mag-isa ka lang dito. Ano ba yan? Uh, comedy ang category natin. Comedy. Ronili, transfer mo nga tayo sa comedy slash drama. <laughs> Pero looking back, mabuti naman na I followed your kuya kasi parang naging closer yung relationship. I, I think that's one of the advantages when you live overseas with your family. Kayo lang talaga. Kaya solid. Hindi kagaya when Vaughn was younger. Every day, we had to go to my in-laws. Then, Saturday, Sunday, your kuya would want to go to his mother and father's house kasi he wanted to spend time with them. Parang pareho yun na In-laws, tapos mother and father ni Kuya Anton. Same-same yun na So, buong week, nandun kayo. Ganon. Oo, oo. Parang kaya noon, alam, natatandaan ko, nag-argue kami ng kuya mo. Ang sabi ko, from Monday to Friday, wala ka na nga. And then you would just spend little time with us. Pagdating ba naman ng weekends, sa iba pa rin yung attention mo. When we came here, nasa amin yung focus niya. Okay, you're very blessed pati doon. No? You're very blessed kasi kahit wala na yung support group, yung outside sa immediate uh, family circle, at least yung immediate family mo nandyan. Ibang klase naman yung challenges ni Ate Do because she came here by herself, leaving her family behind, which was a very difficult thing for her to do. Diba Ate Del? Naku, magiging drama na naman tayo. <laughs> Hindi, I'm way over that. It's time. Actually, gusto ko na nga umalis ulit ngayon kasi lalaki na nila. Hindi na ako manalo. Teenagers na sila. <laughs> Pero be- before I tell you my tale, 
gusto ko munang sabihin na minsan kasi na-overlook natin yung mga help na pwedeng ma-extend ng ibang tao who are also willing to extend their assistance. Katulad ni ate, no, sinasabi niya na mag-isa lang siya uh, during that time with the dentist. Pero niisip ko, ate Donna had support groups din naman sa Singapore. It's just that medyo mahi- nahihiya tayo kasi bago tayo. Bagay, totoo yan. No? Kasi when, when I first came here, I didn't feel alone kasi yung mga sisters in church talaga were so nice to me. And then one of them was Yudi. And then she was so nice even though we were we just met. She would really drive me around Singapore and would show me where to buy the market. Na, na mas maganda mamili. Talaga yung hawker na talaga kung saan masarap kumain ng chicken rice, mga ganon. She would drive me around talaga Singapore. Oh, ayan, te. That, that, that's my point. Let's name Yudi. Yudi is very willing to help out. Kaya lang, nahihiya tayo. What happened to Ate Donna was she wanted to feel independent na kaya niya. So, she forgot that there are really people who could actually help her kahit hindi immediate family. Oo nga, pero Tidel, naintindihan ko sinasabi mo kasi meron din tayong phrase, di ba? Sabi ng tao, it's better to give than to receive. And meron talaga akong problema dyan sa phrase na yan eh. Because then, it makes people who are in need ashamed almost of asking for help. Kasi nga, they are not perceived as better than those people who are able um, to, to give. Help. Oo, naiintindihan ko naman. Tama naman talaga na parang mas maganda yung feeling mo if you are able to give help. Tama naman talaga yon Pero it's also a talent, a skill, and a gift to receive things graciously. So ako, uh, so I went to Singapore because I needed to support my family. So when I left the country, it was really very difficult for me because... Um, ayan na nga, sabi ko sa inyo, hindi pa pala ako over. Ay, ay, ay. Hindi pa pala. Oh, hindi, hindi, hindi. Kasi uh, I just remember yung age nila. Okay, I cannot. Bata pa sila nun. Um, so Red was, I think, Red was about seven. How old was Red ba in 2010? Eight. Eight. So that meant that uh, Rere was six, turning six, and Dale was turning four. Grabe, parang ano, no? parang siman yung asawa mo, no? Hindi naman. Every two years ka nanganganak. <laughs> Actually, buti na nga lang si Sarian ako. Kasi kung hindi ako si Sarian, every year ang nangyari dyan. Tapos ewan ko ba, may talent yata tayo sa pagbubuntis. Kunyari pa kayong dalawa, umamin na rin kayo. So anyway, going back to my tale, it was very difficult for me kasi nga the kids were very young. Si Darling nga, naalis lang for a trip, for a week, di ba? Oh, oh. Mahirap na, Dar. Oh, oh. Feel na feel ka namin, Tede. Isipin mo naman, Tede. Pero that's why also, you were always going home para every month yata na umuwi ka. Di naman, binadget ko naman yun every two months o kaya every six weeks. <laughs> kaya wala talaga akong naipon. Grabe talaga ako. <laughs> Pero in terms of ano, seeing your family, te, di ba you were better off kesa doon sa mga nagpupunta dito as domestic helpers. Two years, they're not able to see their families. Yes. Uh-uh. yes. Uh-uh. Yeah. I, I actually felt very blessed. Uh-oh. One thing nga, meron akong super, super supportive sisters. I didn't have to pay my rent. Nalilibre ako ng breakfast, ng dinner. Hindi na lang ako nalilibre pag nag-jujumarte ako eh. Pero kung gusto ko lang umuwi para malibre ako lahat, libre-libre ako. Minsan nga, nagtatapaw pa ako eh ng mga leftovers ni ate at ni darling para hindi ako gumastos ng lunch ko. So that, that's the reason why nakaka-uwi ako talaga. Kasi naipon ko yung pera ko. At pag umuwi ako talaga, meron akong bit-bit for the family, di ba? Pero ang natatandaan ko talaga, every uwi ko from the office, dadaan talaga ako sa mall. 
in the mall, doon ako sa toy store napunta. It can be very difficult talaga for people who have family overseas to choose to leave their families behind. Yeah, but I would like to share something. There was a time na hirap na hirap na ako. So sabi ko, hindi ko sila isipin. I did that. Hindi ko talaga sila inisip for I think a whole week. Tumatawag yung mga bata, hi, hello na lang ako. Kasi para ako naman yung umayos. Kaya lang, naramdaman ko na hindi ko nga sila namimiss. I have to say, fast learner talaga ako. May talent akong ganun eh. <laughs> Negative man ang impact, pero nung sinabi kong kailangan kong ayusin sa sarili ko para makatiis ako, for one whole week, inignore ko sila. And then dumating yung point na, ay, parang hindi ko na nga sila namimiss. Na natakot din naman ako. no? Kasi I'm a mother, I'm a wife. At hindi dapat na hindi natin namimiss a family. So, I turned 180 degrees and I started feeling homesick na naman. <laughs> Para la talaga akong loko-loka. Pero thank you talaga na sabi ko nga may mga sisters ako, may mga nephew and nieces ako na napapakabait sa akin. Uh, yes, not paulit-ulit, pa, siyempre pati yung mga brothers in loko kung hindi rin naman dahil sa kanila, kahit, is, kahit mahal ako ng mga kapatid ko eh, hindi rin nakakatira ng libre sa mga bahay nila kung hindi pumayag ang mga brothers in loko. And siyempre, may mga Filipino friends ako dyan na naging big part in ng life ko. And yun, sabi ko nga, mga Singaporean friends ko na very, very supportive. Mm-hmm. At so, so importante talaga, anywhere we find ourselves, kahit sa Pinas pa yan, our home country, o sa ibang bansa, it's really important for us to find a support group. No man is an island, di ba? Eh, kaya nga ditong sa pandemic na to, hirap na hirap tayo kasi we're, we're left to our own devices. Pero yun nga, support group will really help us um, tackle the challenges. Because of my experience about trying to forget my family for a week so I will not be uncomfortable living in another country, gusto kong i-share yung realization ko na I do not want to judge other Filipinos or even other people who totally forgot their family when they left and lived in another country. Kasi may tendency ka talagang mahirapan tapos and you have to fight para umokay ka. Well, that's your way of coping Oo. with the situation. Yeah. You had to do something so you can cope with your very difficult and sad situation. Kaya may mga families diba nagiging I'm sorry to say, nagiging broken family sila kasi yung isa na umalis na, nasa ibang bansa, ay nakalimutan sila. Pero I know it's wrong, pero that's their way of coping with loneliness. their situation nga eh. Mm-mm, with loneliness and all. Uh, hindi justifiable, pero understandable. You have to understand them eh. That was their way of coping na naging dumaredarecho na hindi na nila na-control. I'm not saying it's okay ha. I, I'm not justifying that. Kaya lang, you have to understand talaga na meron talagang nangyayaring hindi masaya when you are away from your family. Okay, so, ikaw, Darlene. Ikaw naman ang umiyak. Hirap na ba itong episode na to? Oh. Si Darlene, I, we understand no, na umalis siya so that she can financially support Ronilo's education, college education. Pero Darlene, you also left your favorite people, your parents basically are your favorite people in the world. Oo, kasi during that time, I remember Ate Del, tinanong mo pa ako, gusto mo ba talagang pumunta sa Singapore? Ang sabit ko nga sa'yo nun, ay, ayun ba yan? Naiiyak din ako. Bakit ganyan? Kakainis kayo niya Ate Del. 
sabi ko talaga ayoko. Kasi syempre, I was comfortable there. Um, tapos si mami tsaka si daddy, kasi very, very, very close ako kila mami and daddy, di ba? Parang hindi ko maiwan yung nanay at hatay. And during that time, hindi nidate ko na si Gibo, si Gibo Gutierrez. And we were already talking about getting married and all that. Nothing concrete pa rin. Pero, um, I was already 23 at the time. And you know, meron akong goal na magpapakasal na ako ng 24 the following year. Kasi both yun natin doon also. We're married at 24, si mami din. Um, parang ang dami kong iiwan um, na kahit na comfortable naman yung life ko dyan sa Philippines. I was not earning very well, <laughs> pero I was comfortable. Kasi nga dyan ako lumaki. Eh, mahirap naman talaga mag-change. Mahirap umalis sa comfort zone. But I knew I had to do it. So I came, at tapos yung unang bahay pa na tinira namin ni Ate Donna. Ewan ko if that was your first home, Ate Donna. So nakatira ako kila Ate Donna nung time na yun, no? Para siyang ghost town. Tahimik masyado. Oo, te. We all grew up in a very, very busy street. We had a provision store, Donna store, na parang uh, 100 years nang nakatayo. Seems to me na parang 100 years na siyang nakatayo dyan. <laughs> Everybody will come to us either to buy stuff or just to exchange gossip about the neighborhood. You know, so I, I was very used to having people around me. Pero dun sa unang tinira natin, we were on the 11th floor ba yun? Basta mala na masa mataas na floor, 10th floor, tapos walang walang mga tao sa baba masyado, wala akong kilala. It was it was also very lonely, very um difficult. And also adding to the fact na it took me about six months before I could find a job. So I was really, really getting depressed and frustrated. Um, I knew I needed to send money for uh, Ronilo's education, pero I couldn't because I was a foreigner. It was so difficult to find a job during that time. Let's talk about the good things naman that we've experienced living overseas. Why can't we talk about your not good things? Wala namang ginawa yan sa States kundi mag-date. <laughs> What? <laughs> Kasi nga, he had all his time there to date anybody he liked. Kaya enjoy na enjoy yan. Malayo sa atin tatlo. <laughs> I was going to ask this nga. Were, were you ever considered a second-class citizen over there? You're Asian. You're very brown. Sa Hawaii kasi marami pa rin akong Filipino friends and naming international students dun sa school namin. So never kung na-feel na I was different talaga compared sa majority. Kasi nga, the majority is the diverse students. Pero nung dun ako sa Florida, it's a different story. Especially nung dun ako sa internship because all of my co-workers were white. <laughs> so ako yung token Asian employee <laughs> nung very, very small startup company. I experienced several... Not politically correct questions. Taranan ko pa. Yung first week ko doon, may nagtanong pa sa akin, So you're Asian, can you speak Japanese? <laughs> o parang, <laughs> I'm from the Philippines. <laughs> Pero overall, I felt okay. Yeah, I remember Ronilo sending a photo swimming in the Pacific Ocean. Was that the Pacific Ocean or the Atlantic Ocean? Atlantic Ocean. Ocean. <laughs> Tayo yung malapit sa Pacific. Yes! <laughs> Philippines. Ah, sorry. Uh, sorry. Yung Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> sorry, geography. Grabe, impressed na impressed ako sa kapatid ko kasi ako pag umabot na sa medyo bewang ang dagat, tatakbo na ako pabalik sa beach, sa shore. Uh, muntik na akong malunod actually dun sa video na yon. <laughs> sa totoo lang, kailangan pang tumalun ng boss ko from the boat para sa gipin ako kasi hindi naman ako marunong talaga lumangoy. <laughs> so, since we already shared our sub stories as Ronilo put that and very fortunate for him being a man perhaps kaya hindi siya masyadong emotional wala daw siyang sub story let's look at the bright side no sorry ah so wala akong sub story kasi i think i went there 
single and I was at the prime of my life. Wala akong responsibilities. All I had to do was really study, work, have fun. Pero Ronil, what I would say is that living overseas all by yourself taught you a lot because you became such a different person when you came back. Kasi remember mo, Tedonte Del, Ronil was the spoiled brat. Oh, grabe na may spoiled brat. You know, every, talaga, kasi <laughs> mommy and daddy will do everything for him. Diba kayo, lumaki kayo, you had to wash the dish. I had to wash the dishes. I had to cook. When you guys um, left because you got married, I was the one who cleaned the house. I was the one doing everything na at home. But Ronilo did nothing. He's seven years younger than me. Pwede naman, no? Pwede naman natin i-consider yon. Pero when he was already studying in USD, mommy and daddy still did everything for him. Uy, I had to iron my uniform din naman. Grabe. <laughs> Meron din naman akong ginawa sa sarili ko noon. No, pero I wouldn't say na yung pagpunta ko sa US, yung living overseas ko, yung nag-help sa akin to be that independent. Kasi even before that, I served a two-year mission sa Mindanao, di ba? Ah, correct. So that Uh-oh. really helped me to be the man that I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> so nakatulong na lang yon pagpunta ko sa US kasi alam ko na kung paano mag-isa. I knew how to cook. I knew how to wash my own clothes. May point. May point si Bunso. Pero you cannot take away the fact that you have that benefit being the Bunso in the family. Uh, pero sisterettes, Ronilo is compensating for what he didn't do last time. What's that? So ngayon, siya na lahat. Oh, yeah. Alam mo na yun. <laughs> Ako na naman malengke ngayon. <laughs> He's the only one left with our parents. So kung ano man yung pagiging spoiled brat niya dati, wala na yun ngayon. Yun talaga yung term. Grabe. Oh, wala na yun ngayon. <laughs> okay. Ika-cut off ko na kayo dyan ha. Kasi today is not Ronilo's birthday. September pa. Next time na natin siya pag-usapan. I wanted to go to Ate Don. Don, if you were given a choice to live in the Philippines, would you choose it? Or would you like to stay here in Singapore? Siyempre Singaporean ka na. Pero if we discount the fact that you're a Singaporean. Would you go back to the Philippines? Your kuya was really the one na gustong-gustong maging Singaporean. Kasi nga sabi niya, hindi daw siya myopic. Sabi niya, lagi yun ang term niya, mayo, hindi siya myopic. So sabi ko, ayoko kasi nga I had to renounce my citizenship as a Filipino. Pero I was able to talk to my neighbor. Sabi niya nga sa akin, your kids would grow up here. Your kids would have their own family here. Do you think that they would want to choose to go back with you in the Philippines. You, that made me realize, oh nga, tama nga, maybe I could change my citizenship. Yeah. So ako naman, tatanungin ko si Darlene. Darlene has been in Singapore for more than a decade oh, now, oh, right? 12 years na. 12 years. 12 years. And you are still carrying a permanent resident status. How come? Oo, I'm here as a permanent resident along with our family. So unlike Ate Donna, we do not enjoy the benefits and advantages of being Singapore citizens. Pero just like what she said as well, we enjoy the comforts of living here, uh, the convenience, and also the safety. Diba si daddy dati lagi sinasabi sa atin, mga babae, oh, if you have to come home very late, huwag kayong pupunta sa mga ano, sa eskinita na madilim. Lagi kayong pupunta sa mga uh, mataong Matao. lugar. Oo. Mm-hmm. Um, tapos kapag may nagtangkang mag-rape sa inyo, um, dukutin niyo yung mata. Mga gano'n. <laughs> pero this... <laughs> Here, hindi ko kailangan isipin kung gaano ka ano, kung gaano ka forceful dapat yung thumbs ko, yung hilalaki ko para i-push ko yung mata palabas nung mangre-rape sa akin kasi it's very unlikely to happen here. Uh, yeah. and uh, since I have two little girls, parang mas ano, ako comfortable kami to stay here. 
And of course, insurance is one of the major things na importante sa akin because of my uh, my sickness. I have ample insurance here that I wouldn't be able to get in um, the Philippines. May isha-share ako. Matagal ko na itong gustong ishare kasi naiya akong aminin. Pero nung una ako, siguro first few months ko sa Singapore, I was on the train. I look at all these Singaporeans and may mga Americans or may mga iba alam niya naman dyan, dami-daming lahi. Pero sabi ko, ang dami talagang tao sa mundo at ang daming create ng, ng Diyos. Parang nagkaroon ako ng sense of gratitude na I'm so blessed to be one of these people na na-create. <laughs> Parang gano'n, no? Pero talaga, no? Nung, pag nas, nung nasa ibang bansa na ako, na-appreciate ko yung nag exist ako, na-appreciate ko yung may ibang tao pala talaga, na kahit iba-ibang nasyon tayo, there are really... Kasi minsan sinasabay natin, Pilipino talaga, mga Pilipino talaga. Pero hindi naman, di ba? Hindi Pilipino lang. Sa lahat ng country, sa lahat ng nation, may mga nice, may mga hindi. So we cannot generalize people's attitude based on their culture or nationality. Oo, living overseas really broadens your awareness, your horizons, na hindi mo makukuha simply when you travel for leisure. You really have to immerse yourself in the culture, immerse yourself in the food even, and really mm-hmm. uh, know about the people in that country. Uh, sa mga kapatid, gusto niyo ba talagang tumira overseas? Ako, if I could bring my family with me, I would. I love the Philippines. But I would rather live in a safer, more convenient place. As a single person, I think if you have the opportunity to live and work overseas, I think you should grab it. Iba yung growth na makukuha mo, yung experiences, the people that you meet kapag tinig mo yung risk and opportunity na yun. I feel like I'm a stronger person now. I feel like I know how to do small talks kasi sa Philippines, di naman natin masyadong ginagawa yung small talks. <laughs> and sa US, <laughs> grabe, they're very friendly. Sobra-sobra yung small talks. And I know how to respect people's time because of the co-workers, the American co-workers that I've had who respect time of other people. So, and dami talagang learnings. Ako, just like what I said, I'm going to stay here because of all the conveniences and the comforts. And uh, really, kailangan ko tumigil dito kasi may sakit ako. Kailangan ko insurance ko. Oh, talaga, ang namimiss ko lang dyan, yung freshly cooked balot. Kasi talagang dito hindi ka makakuha ng freshly cooked balot. Laging ano ata, nire-reheat. So I think that's an interesting way to end this episode. And we'd just like to thank everyone for joining us today. Make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Kapatid Central. And please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast either on Spotify or on YouTube. Thanks everyone. Bye! Salamat! Bye!